Be quiet. <laughs> test one, two, test one, two. Check, 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 check. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the vocal minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and cousin Brewski. The vocal minority with Nick and Steve. Take one. Oh, take two. Welcome to the program officially. It's the Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve all Brewski back for another podcast, yo. Hi, Planet Earth. I hope you're doing well. I know you're not, but I hope you are. <laughs> Why do you say that? Planet Earth is in a bad way? Uh, yeah. You watch the news ever? I don't see anything good going on. <laughs> oh, you're We're depressed still today, dude. Uh, depressed every day. Uh, you are, what, is, what the hell is that, dude? You ever depressed every day? Uh, according to my clinical assessments, my mood tracking, and everything else in life, yeah. Dude. Really? Wait, yeah, I mean, wait you see me undepressed, I'm going to be, like, bouncing off the walls. Yeah, but I worry about you if you're depressed every day, dude. You mean all day, 24 hours a day you're depressed? Only the hours I'm awake. I mean, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, that works. <laughs> we'll see if we can lift your spirits along with the audience today. Steven, the vocal minority with Nick and Steve, Olabruski. Go check out our webpage, thevocalminority.net. You can see funny things happen there. Sure, funny things, shocking things, things yeah. that upset people. It's what goes on there. Yeah, all of our socials are right there. What we do. Okay. Pokemonority.net. And uh, yeah, find us on Instagram, find us on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. Um, so are we, we going to be on threads anytime uh, soon? We're going to talk about that today. So okay. We'll make a decision. Okay. All right. Because I don't know if we should be staying on Twitter. <laughs> really? So we'll talk about it. Oh, Rachel, I get it. Yeah. Rachel signed up for threads last night. She was. Uh, we were just sitting there and she was like, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go on Threads. I was like, well, "What are you talking about?" She was like, "You know, Threads, the the Facebook, Twitter thing." I was like, "Oh, that was random." Are you creating an account? And she is. She was excited about it. I don't. I'm not on it. Are you personally? No, nor would I be. I'm not on any social except Facebook personally. Well, yeah. I, I thought about joining Threads, but Nick, tell me. Tell me for a moment you thought that she was going to join some fashion site when she said threads. 100%. I was like, well, why See? are you telling me? What are you doing? Because she is. She's a member of a lot of those. So I don't know any difference, dude. Threads. Yeah. Great name, dude. Yeah. Yes. Uh, now, is it time for me to hit a news open? Should we start some news, fellas? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why not? Let's head it over to Steve Harness's news desk. Need to know news. News you need to know. Harness. Yeah. All right. So since it came up, yes, let's talk about Elon Musk, uh, Twitter, this new thread thing with Zuckerberg. Uh, we were talking on the last show about the fact that uh, uh, Zuckerberg uh, was challenged by Elon Musk to a MMA fight or whatever. Yeah. Which I didn't think was real at the time and still doesn't seem to be. Uh, not that I wouldn't pay to see it, but uh, I don't it's think it's real, dude. I mean, they're both commenting on it. I don't know if they're gonna. it's going to happen, but they're both commenting on it. Well, I can comment on aliens. It doesn't make them real. I'd like it to, but uh, doesn't. So, uh, but uh, yeah, let me just set this story up, and then we could discuss threads and all that. Uh, the swell of enthusiasm around the new app Threads seems to be too much for Elon Musk. Uh, the CEO of Twitter has been lashing out at fellow tech mogul Mark Zuckerberg uh, since the release of Meta's microblogging app last Tuesday. Uh, but he truly aimed below the belt when he challenged his rival to a literal dick measuring contest on Sunday <laughs> night. Uh, that's a fact. 
Yes. Now he's already saying that they're gonna the Twitter needs to sue Facebook for proprietary secrets or whatever garbage. I mean, he's just freaking out, but he literally is challenging him to well, he, see who has the bigger penis. Metaphorically. No, no, no a literal dick measuring contest. <laughs> like I mean, do I mean, they literally. line up side by side or yes. do they just wow? I mean, how immature what? and ridiculous is this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with them, dude? Right. No, no, it's, it's Musk actually. Musk is the one that 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 has suggested it. He's the one that's the teenager. Yeah, it's not 12, Zuck. Maybe. It's Musk, and uh, he, <laughs> he's, he, he's gone off the the freaking deep end. Um, like I said, he already threatened to sue, uh, and Threads hit 100 million users uh, shy of a week, the the fastest growing social media app in history. But in part oh, because man. if you already have Instagram, you can just sign up for Threads, and all your followers will transfer over and all that. But so uh, yeah, Elon Musk. I don't know what the hell to do with this guy or Twitter, but I really am starting to think we should just all be done with Twitter. Uh, uh, Twitter ban. I, I, I mean, it, they're they're hemorrhaging, uh, you know, followers. They're putting all sorts of restrictions on there. the The company that he just bought for forty four billion was recently evaluated at like twenty billion. I mean, it's, yeah, it's spiraling well, out of control. And well, most Musk of the money is. came from the Saudis anyway. It wasn't his money, so <laughs> right. Hmm. But I just don't know how much longer I can keep supporting anything to do with Elon Musk. I mean, I, I spent years defending the guy as some, you know, billionaire genius, you know, Tony Stark, Bruce Wayne type of guy. Right. And now he clearly is a conservative tinfoil hat wearing immature moron. Yeah. I mean, I think he realizes that. I don't know if he always was. I think he realizes this gets him attention. And I don't think he's ever had like <laughs> right, the limelight right. of attention <laughs> like that before. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's distinctly possible. So yeah. what do we all do with them? Now, I know he invented PayPal. I don't, I don't even know. Did he sell that thing? I don't know if he still works there or not. But Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I'm mainly, I, I still use PayPal once in a while, but I'm mainly using Venmo now. I could get PayPal off my list. See, I use PayPal a decent amount, actually, so that's a bummer. But I saw someone here in town the other day and driving a Tesla, and they had a bumper sticker that said, I bought this before I knew what his politics were. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is the war that we've created where we're just things each team does. We just are banning them, dude. I mean, everything's getting banned. Ben and Jerry's banned. Budweiser banned. Well, you know, we've discussed before the fine line between uh, calling for cancellation of things versus just putting your money where your mouth is. And if you think you don't like Ben and Jerry, you don't like Elon Musk, then don't use their products. And if other people join you, then cool. Well, two two things about Ben and Jerry's. Number one, uh, Ben and Jerry don't. Well, Ben and Jerry, I guess what people are upset about is that Ben and Jerry's, or at least Ben and Jerry themselves, who don't own the ice cream company anymore, they sold out to Unilever years ago, which is a conglomerate uh, company based in the UK that also owns like Hellman's Mayonnaise and a bunch of other products that are really unrelated to one another. I did not Um, know that. Good. Yeah. And so uh, they basically have been speaking out against what Israel is doing to the Palestinians. They're saying that Ben and Jerry (laughs) are anti-Semitic. When well, one of them in particular is Jewish. Well, their latest happened just this July 4th. Uh, they tweeted out that uh, it's about time that we start as a country, start thinking about making it good with the indigenous people that we stole so much land from. People are freaking out over that. So they're being yeah. liberal, right? I mean, 
Oh, they're yeah, being caring. Much. The Palestinian thing, I, I'm so over that. I mean, everyone's been involved in that for eons, and uh, I mean, literally eons. <laughs> so, but uh, indigenous people, they're going uh, to try to make good for. So, okay, yeah, noble thought. Somebody pointed out that uh, well, your headquarters, Ben and Jerry's, are on uh, Indian land. So, what are we going to do now? Like, uh, are you just talking to us? They're like, uh, we don't own that anymore. They have an ice cream cemetery behind the Ben and Jerry's uh, corporate. For all the different flavors that, that are available <laughs> no, they with don't. us. they don't. They, they do. do. True story. It's all the dead flavors that have come and, and gone. They, and they have a them, cemetery. And wow. some of them, they should be. They, they keep crap like fish food and Chubby Hubby and Jerry Garcia alive. But then they go and they get rid of really good flavors like monster cookies. And, oh, well, you're um, talking about staples there, dude. Fish food. Jerry uh, Garcia, these are staples that built not only this ice but cream company, but, they're, they're but built our country, did. They're disgusting. <laughs> Every one of them. <laughs> oh, I love fish food, dude. I love fish food. It shows their hippie roots, as I think we're talking about here. So. I don't even know that I've had fish food, but uh, you have I, I don't. Um, I really don't know if I have. I don't ever see it. I buy Ben & Jerry's all the time, by the way, and I, I don't ever see fish food in my local. Do food. yourself a favor. Buy fish food next time you're stoned and put it in your mouth and let yeah. it melt. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Eat it. When I'm baked, I usually get half-baked, and the half-baked peanut butter is even better, by the way. But anyway, uh, yeah. yeah, getting back to the original point, cancellation or whatnot, uh, I, I don't know that I'm like calling for a Twitter boycott, but I'm just wondering at what point do normal people stop using it? Like we were talking about people leaving Florida, you know, in mass because it's getting a little crazy down there. Yeah. At what point do people just start leaving Twitter because they realize, like, this is dumb? And I know a lot of progressive, you know, artists and musicians already have, but will Twitter survive? Should it survive, given what Elon Musk has just crapped all over it for no reason, by the way? Twitter was fine before he bought it. Now he destroyed it. I think it should survive exactly like and in parallel with uh, Truth Social. I think you guys are fine to just sit at that level if that's what you want. Some people are oh, using yeah. it. I, I don't want to use it. That's the thing, though. Twitter has really become the mainstream truth social. I mean, all of the tinfoil hat wearing types are going over there now. And if that's what Facebook had become, I don't think I'd be on Facebook anymore. I, I haven't logged into the vocal minority Twitter page in, uh, in a while because I'm just irritated with that whole app. Yeah. Now, granted, if we had a million followers, I'd probably put up with it. But <laughs> <laughs> But we don't. at least you're honest, dude. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, if you have a hot girlfriend and she's just really a pain in the ass, you, you, you really hate that she's a pain in the ass, but you put up with it because she's hot. Right. Mm. But we're in the process of growing all these pages and that one's growing at a slow rate. And it's just, I don't know, it's just irritating me now. Let's get rid of yeah. it, dude. Let's so, take a pause. Let's go on hiatus at the very least. Well, at the very least, we should start a threads page. That was one of my other points here. So let's let's join the thread revolution because it's in its infancy. So maybe we can pick up some followers or get more traffic because there's not as much posting going on. But yeah. So uh, look for us on threads, vocal minority loving audience out there, because we're launching it. So when to the list, let's give them a precise date, dude. Uh, Bruski, you want us to join threads? Of course, I want you to join threads. All right. I would right. say at some point after you've heard this, go look for it. All right. That sounds, that sounds good. That's exactly It'll be another thing I don't have time be. to get to. So at some point this week. Nobody check back. This is the only news you need to know. After all, this is need to know news. News you need to know. Where's Nick? Enough said.
I'm right here, dude. I'm coming. Uh, you guys are going to have to. I'm going to get into this story, but you guys are going to have to judge whether or not we want to hear audio from this individual. I felt like both of these are two stories like back to back uh, that won't take much time. But I have audio if you want to listen to it, but it's going to take a show vote to say yay or nay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Alex Jones. You know who he is. He's a big uh, conspiracy <laughs> theorist in these yes. posts of InfoWars, and he may be clinically insane. Probably. Well, yeah. And I, I canceled him literally here in Northern California, so you're welcome. That's well, right. A very good friend of your pal, Cousin Brewski here, threw a hot coffee on him in downtown Seattle. I saw it on video, dude. Uh, right. uh, that, is, that is my good pal, Jake Stratton. Alex Jones was running his mouth. He came over to my friend Jake, and Jake was just like not having it and just threw the coffee on him. Well, Jake the Snake, this is for you. Oh, now you are a champion. I mean, we don't doing do Alex Jones. He was on one of our radio stations, booted him. Bruce yeah. threw coffee in his face. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't listened to him ever. Right. He got so. he got lucky, by the way, because after the Boston Marathon bombing, yeah. he sent he sent a bunch of people up here to uh, protest and say it was a false flag. And oh, yeah. How'd that go? <laughs> yeah. The people he sent up here literally got the, the poop beaten out of them. Yeah. Like, like a like, hospital level. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was ugly. I remember that. So I have audio for both of these stories. You have to be the judge. Do we want Alex Jones on our podcast, even if it's to mock and denigrate him? I like audio. I like when you pull audio. So unless I mean, how long is this? I don't know. We got a few and we can stop at any time. This first right. uh, headline Let's is out. All right. Alex Jones uh, threw out this bonkers conspiracy theory that Trump knows about an assassination plot and he's ready to die. Okay. okay. So let's none of take us are that lucky. <laughs> if people don't get serious to get out of their comfort zones. Uh, yeah, I think they'll, I mean, I think they're going to demonize him and die him and die him and die him and die him. And then I, I think they'll blow his airplane up. I, I really, at a gut level, believe they're going to kill Trump. Who's this? Trump? Uh, I mean, I mean, I believe the deep state establishment will murder him. I mean, I believe he's going to steadfast go through all this. Uh, he'll be, he'll be thirty points ahead in the primaries. Nothing's going to stop him. And then they just uh, you know, he dies of a heart attack because they poison him or they blow his airplane up. Okay, so this goes on for a while, but you get the gist of what he's talking about. Dear baby Jesus, if you can answer Alex Jones's prayers, I would really appreciate it. Suddenly, Steve believes in God, right? Yes, Amen. Uh, Thank you. Oh, well, well, dude. You know, so there is no deep state, just like there's no liberal cabal paying us all. I wish there was. I truly do. I keep trying to sign us up for it, but it's yeah. not happening. And, uh, you know, my, my, my sweet mother has asked me for years, why doesn't somebody just shoot him? And I'm like, first of all, mom, I don't think we're supposed to be having this conversation. <laughs> She's <laughs> the president? Right. Trump. Yeah. Wow. But secondly, uh, who's going to do that? Liberals don't go out shooting world leaders. So uh, keep holding your breath. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, well, we can't wish that on anybody. We'll see what happens. Obviously so. not. But, uh, uh, you know, if Alex Jones is saying this to some right-wing conspiracy-loving crowd, one of them may end up trying to make it a self-fulfilling prophecy. And, you know. He like goes, that, he goes on to. Favors. 
Yeah. I mean, he and he goes on to say that Trump knows about it and he's fine with it. You know, like he's ready to die. Just I mean, he's got the bone spurs are taken care of. He is brave now. He knows about this and he's ready to die for his country. I think the funniest thing he says with the it was that Trump could possibly be 30 points ahead in the poll. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's just a fairy tale. The poll taken at Mar-a-Lago, maybe. <laughs> right. yeah. and, may, and maybe amongst the Republicans, but not amongst, you know, sane voters in this in this oh, country yeah grief. that's you know what i'll tell you what right now uh, they're gonna they're gonna murder trump i'm telling you right now right. that's what they're gonna do they're gonna shoot his plane right out of the sky <laughs> they're already setting up for you know this is how they do it they say oh if this goes bad this is what was gonna happen or this is what's happening you know like well far be it from us to interfere in the natural course of things then mr jones so. yeah uh on in the same week alex jones begs for god to destroy the earth for the children he has become compassionate and loving about the children so he prays to god to destroy this earth sooner than later for the children wow do we have audio we, we we also have to talk to the establishment and just say listen you know you've lost and we'll give you abstentia you can go and, and take some of your stolen money. People say, oh, don't be a wimp. We want vengeance. No, you look at how wars get ended properly because you just, you just, you mark them, you expose them. I mean, by mark them in the media that they're bad. And, and then you destroy their name politically uh, and culturally. And, and then you let them go because they will blow stuff. They will blow the planet up. <laughs> please blow the planet up for the children. Yeah, blow this earth up already. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's it's like Marvin the Martian. Remember when he was going to blow up the earth on the Bugs Bunny cartoons? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, we got to keep moving past this because this all ties in that or that story ties in with uh, the last point about this. I don't know if any of you have heard about the movie release of Sound of Freedom. No, uh, this is a movie that hit theaters. Uh, I believe when do movies come out? Friday? Sure. Thursday nights, technically. But yeah. all right. Thursday. This one just came out this past week. All right. Sound of Freedom. It's a movie put together about child, uh, child trafficking. Oh. And it's done. Serious and, thing or? Uh, yes. I, uh, I, I, now you said I have. I have heard about this. That's the new Pixar movie, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's called Koi Story. Listen, they have a uh, uh, bunch of conservative money behind this, conservative filmmakers, and I guess there is some sort of MAGA overtone to all of this about how... Ch- uh, and, and I don't know if that's the only point, obviously. I mean, there may be some good things to it, but all the conservatives are going to see this. Uh Internet exploded over the weekend with them saying, oh, we came to the movie theater and it's 105 degrees outside. The one showing our movie has no air conditioning in it. Ah. Then it starts to take off and it appears that AMC, this is a conspiracy theory, mind you. Right. Right. all across the nation doesn't really want people to enjoy or like this movie because of its conservative ties. So they're turning the air conditioning off in the theaters that are showing it. Come on. Uh, You walk out and they're like, you walk out into the lobby and, uh, you know, ice cold. You walk back into the theater and people are just like sweating. I saw a guy pass out. Like, I mean, freaking liberal Spider-Man movies cold as hell (laughs) over here. And Um, that's ridiculous. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely nuts. Well, who is behind this movie uh, with the biggest star power is none other than Mel Gibson. He comes out, uh, has oh. ties to this movie. Sugar tits himself. This is yeah. sounding less and less like a real movie then to me. <laughs> Mega overtones, Mel Gibson's involved. So then Dana White comes out and he releases this this morning. And I feel like not only, well, I'll tell my thoughts after we hear the audio. Hey, everybody, I'm Dana White. There's a new movie out called The Sound of Freedom, and it's about human trafficking. More importantly, the trafficking of children. This is a disgusting, horrific issue that's happening all around the world. And it's not getting better. It's getting worse. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give any of my UFC employees that want to see this movie free tickets to go see. And I would like to encourage other executives to do the same at their company. Here's Mel Gibson with some more information on The Sound of Freedom. One of the most disturbing problems in our world today is human trafficking, and particularly the trafficking of children. Now, the first step in eradicating this crime is awareness. Go see Sound of Freedom. <laughs> that was great info that Mel provided, no. right? <laughs> so uh, the first, first step is awareness. There's <laughs> yeah. some other legal steps that should be taken there. but Now here's Mel Gibson with more technical information about uh, human trafficking. Like, go see the movie. Right. Unless uh, they're Jewish kids, then who cares? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So first of all, hey, Dana White, this has a little smell of indoctrination to me. Like, all, I'm going to pay for uh, uh, yeah, all my okay. employees to go see it. Right. Uh, and then, uh, hey, Dana White, like, I don't know. Hey, Bruski, you find out how much money Dana White is worth. You're bright. You're going to give everyone a free movie ticket to but, like go. Well, the. the Dana White actually made a ton of money because they sold the UFC. That's what him I mean, the, dude. Him and the Fertitta brothers sold the UFC. Uh, I'll look it up for you real quick here. One second. Yeah, like I didn't know who Dana White was, but okay, so he's the UFC guy. Yeah, yeah. he's the so, he was the president of the UFC. So the the parent company Zufa were, was sold in 2016 for four point two five billion dollars. Billion. Jeez. So yeah, thanks for the movie ticket, dude. Why don't you, <laughs> you take a billion dollars, go on the black market, buy all those kids and send them free? Yeah. You've, you're got the money to save them, dude. Right. Technically he is worth himself personally five hundred million dollars. Jeez. Yeah, he could buy half the kids back then. So listen. Um listen, I don't know how child molestation and trafficking has become some right wing talking point against liberals. I think it started because, with this old pizza gate crap that we were trying to goes, It goes back to Hollywood way back, Steve. They've been they've been claiming that it's liberals in Hollywood that have been uh grooming children for, for decades. Yeah, when but it's most really kicking a high gear these last ten years here. And I you know, so I this movie sounds like phony baloney uh conservative garbage. Does it are you sticking by your original statement that this is a real movie? I mean, I'm well, this is what I'm saying. It's, I'm it saying. was released as a real movie, dude. I'm not wow. giving my opinion on it. I, I don't know. Anything can be released. <laughs> Listen, dude, it's in theaters nationwide. They, the way that they put this That's movie out is as it's real. That's what I'm saying. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. So it's, it's, a, it's a movie. I guess it's a real see. movie. Like, you can go sit in a theater and watch it. But is it, you know. Uh, could it be propaganda? Is that your right. question? Yeah. Yes, it could be for sure. I don't know. But, uh, it, and you guys aren't doing anything to help yourself out. I mean. Well. Movie theaters are hot, and you know, here's Mel Gibson. You guys remember Mel Gibson's audio tape and the way he talks to women, right? And his well, Jewish rants, yes. And actually, there's there a whole go. lot of this movie that has all 
QAnon connections in, in it as well. Yeah, I'm calling garbage. And yeah. by the way, who's like pro human trafficking? What's their inference that we're all just okay with? <laughs> you know, I think their inference is is that we're uh, we're okay. We're just going to stand back. But I oh. mean, hey, listen. The uh, I mean, the most you're doing is it starts with awareness. You're going to see a movie. Come I'm on. aware. <laughs> right. Now what? Is it me or did they make it sound like that this was a documentary? Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's 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 not. It's actually it says it's an American action thriller, gritty, violent, and hopeful, in which um this character last name Ballard, played by Jim Caviezel, fights to save abducted children in the Colombian jungle. Every piece of media that I've seen on it, which is probably four or five uh is is touting it this is a, a chance for you to learn it's a documentary type thing yeah where are yeah, you no, about this, this? Is, i've not heard of this anywhere so it's a, it's based on the life of this guy who left the department of homeland security 10 years ago and <laughs> founded a group that works with local police to catch child sex traffickers in other countries if somebody learns uh something from it that's uh you know positive uh like how to get children out of uh sex trafficking great but uh it doesn't suppose. sound like a what what you are know, you supposed to learn what can somebody tell me about my daily life that i could somehow stop child sex trafficking you know all you can do and this is honest is either volunteer i mean i guess not all you can do but these are the things you could do you could volunteer for an organization that fights human trafficking there's a few good ones or you could donate monthly unless you're putting on a bulletproof vest and like running to wherever to try and track this down. Uh, you know, those are the options. Yeah. Well, so, see something, say something that applies to everything. So so we, we were we were conservatives when Rush Limbaugh was traveling to the Dominican Republic to have sex with underage prostitutes while he, he used Viagra that wasn't prescribed to him. Where were they then? Hypocrisy. I get it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? And then what about where Matt, are they Matt, on the Catholic Church scandals? Where are Matt they? Gates, uh, Matt, Matt Gates with yes. the underage teenagers. And then what about recently um, a judge in uh, Utah said that the Mormon church does not have to, by law at all, have to disclose whether there's any uh, sexual abuse within their church. This huh? is my point. Like, where th there's a million things going on. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Dottie is very concerned about human trafficking as well, and I, I I get that it's a real thing and it's going on, but um, it seems to be more uh, you know. Women, what do you mean she's uh, worried about it? Uh, there's uh, um, I don't know if I call them rumors or what it is, but uh, uh, of homes and residential areas in her community where this kind of thing is going on. But it's uh, yeah. it's with like teenage women though. It's not like right six-year-old boys or whatever but i mean i you know listen human trafficking is a real thing i get it sure on. but what am i supposed to be doing about it i, I told you already they, dude well okay so i volunteer for an organization what are they gonna have me doing but if i or write a check dude five dollars a month whatever what? i mean where's the money going for it's, like, you know ashton kutcher's got a uh kutcher's got a great organization that he goes and they get kids out of countries you fund these projects say, that's an international campaign he's doing you're talking yeah. about like in my community what the hell am i supposed to be doing to fight human trafficking uh don't to save the I mean, children uh just keep an eye on your kids dude i mean that's 
that's uh, where you can start, right? So there, I'm done. I see my, I see my kids. <laughs> All righty then. Need to know news. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. News you need to know. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Making Dottie feel safe, dude. Steve has got this under control, Dottie. I'm patrolling the neighborhood, man. I'm looking for <laughs> kids that are just free range, making sure they don't get snagged. Now, speaking of being uh, patrolling, um, Steve, this, <laughs> yeah. this is a story that hit here in my home area. And this is a story I found from uh, Fox 2, Lake okay. Tahoe, California. A robot is hard at work cleaning up beaches along the shores of Lake Tahoe. Yes. It's the, the robot from the Jetsons, dude. It's rosy. Terminator. The computerized custodian moves at about two miles an hour and is roughly the size of a riding lawnmower. Here on mm. the East Coast, here just south on the, the Cape Cod there, the beaches were disgusting after July 4th. Yes. And and Surfrider Foundation has said, put out a story saying that July 5th every year is always Dirty Beach Day because it's the dirtiest, it's the, the biggest cleanup day on beaches around the country. Yeah. What did you see in Tahoe? Uh, people are disgusting freaking pigs. I do not understand it. This is not a new phenomenon. This has been going on for years around here, but it's certainly got. It's a phenomenon. Indeed. Uh, you know, uh, the radio station Nick and I work at, we do the music for the gigantic fireworks show here. It's the largest one on the West Coast. It's a big deal. People are all over the beaches, and every July 5th, it looks like just a, a dump, a recycling yard. I mean, there is garbage everywhere. And yes. I don't know who you disgusting effing pigs are that you can't just simply pick up after yourselves. Yeah. And it's not even that the dumpster's overflowing. It's the beach. They just leave stuff everywhere. And our station has had to get involved because this turned into a, a lawsuit a few years ago uh, in all these beach cleanup days. And the robot you're talking about is is a real thing. It's it's cool thing. It's a little, yeah, like you said, the size of a riding lawnmower. It's kind of got this, you know, tank tread bulldozer thing, and it's sucking. Yeah, I'm, I've seen that from the photos, yeah. Thousands and thousands of pounds. I mean, one beach alone had 8,500 pounds of garbage. Wow. One beach. Well, uh, why can't they drag them? Drag what, the beach? That's basically what this robot's doing. Yeah, but let's get some more action out there. Buy a few of these, you know, draggers just to pull behind ATVs well, or cars. And well, just they're drag also these sucking up. up kids and selling them into human trafficking. So it's yeah, a, but- it's crossing over. <laughs> problem, <really. laughs> yeah, but, but Nick, let's let's just start where, where it's supposed to start. And, and this goes to what Steve said. Pick up your damn trash. Right. It's oh, all right. Be a pig. Yeah, I preach it. I, believe me, Bruce, I preach it. Pack it in, pack it out. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. I get it. But uh, it's not working. So, yeah, I mean, no. are you, are you going to lecture these people into acting like civilized humans? I've been trying. It's clearly not working. No. I do tourist guilt trips on the radio here. And, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, it, it's a problem that doesn't even need to be a problem. But the robots, the beach cleanup days, we get a whole bunch of volunteers out there uh we skim the water the fireworks we shoot off which are the least of the pollution dissolve in water you know i always kind of joke that the the beaches are cleaner on july 6th than they were on july 3rd because of the efforts we all go through but 80 percent of it is not from the fireworks it's from the disgusting pigs you know the only thing that's going to change it dude is uh why aren't we find why aren't we finding them writing tickets that's a great question. I mean, it's probably lack of resources. Some of these beaches are public, and we only have so many forest rangers, and they can't be running around just ticketing left and right. And uh, Plus, you know, people are sitting at these beaches all day long. The show ends, and everyone just mass exodus. Yeah. So you're not littering when you're sitting there and it's surrounding you. That's just your beach setup, your picnic. But then they just all leave at once. Literally 100,000 people just get up and leave, and then yeah. all the garbage is there. So I'm not sure how you... 
you know, I suppose you could ticket some people, but not a lot. And Why don't you get the Boy Scout troops out there to just berate people who are not being kind to Mother Earth? <laughs> They've all been kidnapped and sold into human trafficking. <laughs> That's right. We're having a huge problem, dude. Right. You're so woke. But- yeah, right, man. Um, <laughs> no, it's a serious freaking problem. It's disgusting. And uh, tourists, you know, I live in a tourist community, and I get it. You're part of our economy. It's a beautiful spot I live in. We want visitors, kind of like the Cape in Boston, you know, or the, the East Coast there and all that. Like, yeah. I get tourist areas. It's a, it's a vital necessity for the economy and all that stuff. But you morons are making the problem worse than it needs to be. And I'm also sick of uh, morons that are road raging on our roadways around here. Um, I had a mm. hilarious road rage incident coming home from the fireworks on the 4th of July where I'm on a road that the speed limit's like 40 miles an hour and there's just nothing but cars in front of me. I mean, everyone's leaving. And this idiot behind me, uh, Lexus of Concord, Bayer, oh, boy. he goes flying around me on a double yellow into a blind corner where a traffic oh. light is, where I knew it was going to be a red light. But he goes flying around me to simply get in between me and the car in front of me. Like there was nowhere else to go. So he rages, jetty, dude. Yeah, gets in front of me, and then we get on the main road where there's we have a roundabout here. And the roundabout is hilarious because there's the actual roundabout where you can go in the middle and circle and take whatever exit you want. Yeah. But for the intelligent folks, and if you read the sign going into it, there's a bypass lane. And the bypass lane is always faster than the roundabout. So this moron from Concord speeds, double passes, gets in front of me. We get to the roundabout. He goes in the roundabout. I take the bypass lane, and I end up in front of him on the other side of the roundabout. Fantastic. So then he's raging at me again. And I mean, that kind of stuff is almost comical because I was in a mellow place to just let it go. But in a more serious note, uh, yeah. we had an accident up here last week, a head-on collision on a road that was in a probably 35-mile-an-hour speed limit. And it was a Subaru versus a Tesla. Uh, the Tesla, I guarantee, is out of town. People up here don't drive Teslas. They're too low clearance. They don't survive winters. Right. And I know the guy's not, it wasn't from here. Uh, but the Subaru was a local. And for several days, none of us knew who the local was. They wouldn't release the information uh, through the police press reports or anything. And we found out a couple of days ago, it was an 18-year-old kid that just graduated from high school. Oh. A friend of my daughter and, uh, you know, a bunch of people in this community know this kid, 18 years old, just graduated, got hit head on by somebody in way too big of a hurry driving their Tesla and killed this kid. Wow. Oh. And there's just no need for any of this polluting the beaches, road raging, all of this stuff. This is a small tourist town. Chill the F out already. Yeah, dude, people. I mean, and, and this is uh, this is not an isolated incident. I mean, I've been there for the 4th of July before and coming home, fighting all that traffic that's already backed up and seeing uh, bad accidents myself. I mean, this yeah. happens all the time. I always tell people like we're, our roads aren't meant for that many people. Don't block intersections. Look for pedestrians. Look for bicycles. I mean, but it doesn't work. And you know what? We talk about the tourist town in the the summertime. I mean, let's talk about the tourist town in the snow season that people don't realize that. I mean, this is a this is serious business. Like if you're not set up for it mechanically and you don't know how to drive in it, you shouldn't be here, dude. You just shouldn't. Yeah, I hate to keep railing on Tesla. seems to be a theme of today's show. But um, if you drive a Tesla, don't effing come up here because we all know you're not from here and you keep causing problems. Over the winter, I live in a neighborhood that has no outlet. It's basically a dead-end street. I mean, there's a couple streets off of it, but there's only one way in and out. Yep. And somebody who drove a Tesla spun out in the middle of the road near the main uh. entrance. They blocked the road, which means the snowplow can't come. So our entire neighborhood got gridlocked 
for days where there was no snow plow. None of us could get out. We were all hiking down to the grocery store. And eventually I met the person that owned the Tesla and they were like, yeah, no, I live here. I own the home up the hill. And I'm like, you live here and you drive a Tesla? They're like, well, okay, it's a second home. We live in the Bay Area. <laughs> we're up here for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we have a robot clean your beach. Pretty cool. It's cool. Yeah, that is cool. This is Need to Know News. <laughs> news you need to know. I need to know! He needs to know, and he needs to know now. Before we meet, there's some news you need to know about. I need to know. I need to know now. Needed to know. Need to know. I need some news. I need some news. The news needs to come from me. The news has come. Best news I've heard all day. Okay, everybody, time to shut up and listen. This is Need to Know News. News you need to know. News, 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 news. This is for you. Champion. Nick's been editing, everyone. Nice job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Are you going here or am I? Who's going here? It's your turn. Okay, good. Uh, back onto the theme of protecting the children. Uh, Apparently, I need to go have a talk with my son. I've uh, I've stepped into it, apparently, here. Uh, Why? Uh, You condoms? Uh, no, that's condoms. That talk's coming as well. All right. uh, <laughs> but not today. Uh, no, Crosby came to me talking to me about this new, uh, energy drink, prime energy. You guys know oh, about it? prime energy? It. No, uh, it's a new energy drink. Uh, the, the most famous spokesperson is Logan Paul. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's supposed to be a Red Bull, a monster competitor and, uh, all the kids love it. It's a it's a huge thing on the interwebs because Logan Paul's got a younger audience, and Cross mm-hmm. came to me and asked if he could try the new Prime Energy. And we already had a discussion about moderation and how much caffeine exactly is in that thing. And but uh, I don't think I was well informed because uh, uh, U.S. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has called on regulators to investigate a new energy drink promoted by Logan Paul. Uh, Mr. Schumer alleges the drink is being targeted at children despite its insanely high caffeine count and despite the fact, I didn't look at this, each drink carries a warning stating it is not recommended for kids under the age of 18. Prime Energy contains 200 milligrams of caffeine per can. It's the equivalent of six cans of Coke. Wow. Wow. (laughs) One can is six cans of Coke. Uh, These energy drinks, uh, I mean, they have a history of killing kids, you know, already. I mean, this now, is crazy. How, uh, he and I were having this chat. I was like, Google, how much is in like a venti mocha or something? And I don't know. His numbers uh, were uh, equivalent to prime. So I felt like I didn't have any you know, room to stand on. But I'm also sure 47 and he's 14. So. That's your. That's all you need, dude. I mean, come <laughs> on. You've got a uh, solid heart, dude. Your heart's right. beating. And everything's good. Soon to be 14 anyways. But uh, So, yeah, a, ve- a venti mocha in the United States has 180 milligrams of caffeine. How much? 100 even? 180. 180. 180. See, that's what he told me, too. And I was like, oh, then it's not too far off 200. Well, but okay. Okay, but now. That means Nick's quad shot has like 240 or something. Then. Well, but so in, in it says global caffeine. So outside of the United States, a venti has 255 milligrams Oh. Uh, yeah, America yeah. would have been number one. stronger in Italy and uh, other places, Turkey. I mean, uh, to find out, Brewski, if you could please, how much a Red Bull has in it. Oh, I got no. Oh, it's actually in this article. Red Bulls have 80 milligrams. Prime Energy okay. is 200. Monster has 160. Nas Ooh. has 160. Rockstar has 300 milligrams. Holy crap. Holy 
And Coca-Cola has 32 milligrams. That sounds like a health drink now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Brewski's happy about that. Yeah. Well, don't you guys remember when we used to get free rock stars at the Buzz? They, oh, even yeah. had, a, they had the refrigerator and, yeah. and everything, and, and they'd come in, they'd they'd restock it and, and yeah. that sort of thing. And back I didn't in those days, then. I was going to say, I tried it once. My teeth started hurting immediately. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's got like, so much sugar, be. and talking about radioactive, it just like uh, it was neon green or yellow. I mean, <laughs> yeah. wow, they're really yeah. gross. I find, and I was a big Mountain Dew fan forever, but Mountain Dew has like fifty or sixty milligrams. I mean, that's nothing. So right. So yeah, and I didn't realize the can specifically said don't give it to kids under the age of eighteen. So yeah, you tell Cross he's going to have to hold off until there's further testing. Yeah, that's right, Crosby. Yeah, exactly. So got to do yeah. some testing. Right. We're going to so, die somehow. So enjoy it. Well, the world is going to hell in a handbasket quickly. So right. take care of your son, please. Need to know news. News you need to know. You know, a lot of times in this world we live in, they say that uh, all bad things come in threes. Have you heard that before? I've heard it. I don't know what the credence is, but I've certainly heard it. They say, you know, deaths come in three. It's because you stop counting at three. Like, yeah, that's that's probably right. Yeah. <laughs> then you just get numb to it. After right. three. Otherwise, it'd be three billion at this point or whatever. Like. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think they mean it's three, and then it, before it takes a break, they seem yeah, to but come. That's because you mentally take a break. If you wait, it'll be four. <laughs> uh, my point is, gentlemen, that uh, in this series of three, uh, it seems to be affecting the rock and roll community. Did you see Britney Spears got slapped in the face uh, <laughs> by herself? Uh, no, not by herself. Yes, she did. The, the, yes. What happened was she came up. She ran up on Victor Wimbine. Yeah. When, Victor Bombayana and his security basically pushed her away and when she was doing she was smacking his back security hit her hand it was her hand her own hand that smacked her in the face did you see the video I read the headline and stopped there so if you guys have more knowledge on it let me know and also who the hell does she think she she is that she can just go run up on on Wemby like that I mean I haven't even told the story yet dude I mean we I mean (laughs) she ran up to him because uh you know she thought she was famous enough to run up to another famous person and say hello like hey you're not on his level there is some level of celebrities are allowed to go harass other celebrities but they have her in a closet but here's the thing though Victor Wimbanyama has is 19 years old right he doesn't really know who britney spears is (laughs) like when he was so when she was big he was like maybe a toddler you you know he's Uh 19 years old so now you've got some crazy blonde and you know she probably sounded like a a a screeching harpy like i'm sure sure she was excited yeah Yeah, and in fairness britney always tells people to hit her one more time yeah that is true i mean she has said that (laughs) right uh okay so what yeah a slap that's in the face I tell you. Yeah, what a slap in the face that's what happened to britney uh number two of the series of three is uh madonna is thrown in the hospital Ooh. as uh she's uh fighting a major infection in her body yeah she's out now actually as of today but yeah yes yeah, she made it <clears throat> out and she says she's grateful because they thought there was a chance she could die now she is still very famous <laughs> oh, that's yeah. debatable. I mean, I really? Know, uh, she, yeah, she when is. When was the last time she had a hit? It doesn't matter, but you just say her name, and right away, people know where to, and And people across all different generations mm. of people know. You, you know what I mean? I mean, my mom knows who Britney Spears is, so if we're going on name recognition, but again, that was but, the point of that But story. then what a name that, but I mean, 
they know more. I think more people know who Madonna is than they do Britney Spears. Potentially. I mean, Madonna's iconic, sure, but she hasn't been relevant in years. Um, and she had a I, big, I saw a she picture had a big of her. arena tour uh, scheduled, and they, they were sold out all over the United States. Yeah, so is Winger. I get it. Um, no, Winger's not, play- <laughs> Winger's, not- Winger's not playing the Boston Garden. Winger's playing Wally's Pub up at Hampton <laughs> Beach for 500 people. And now, granted, I love Kip Winger and, and the rest of those guys, but they're not playing the Garden. I don't even know why it's a popularity contest. It's just news stories about Talking what about happened. To, yeah, just, people, yeah. uh, listen, do I you care? My, my final point, though, I just want to say, I saw a picture of her today post-hospital. She actually looks pretty decent because we saw these weird bloated pictures oh, of her a few weeks yeah. back where she looked unrecognizable. I saw the picture today. I'm like, man, rehab or hospital did her good. She looks all right. I will, uh, ahead of this conversation, I will apologize to women listening to this program because I will start to dissect uh, the looks of an older woman. Right. Uh, and it's right. I'm not j- being judgmental here. I'm wondering, all right, Madonna, uh, when you say she looked pretty good, Please, please deconstruct that. What do you mean? To look pretty good for a 60-year-old or or just like, woo, yeah, she's still got it. I bang her. That's what it means. Just like Martha Stewart, you know? I mean, oh, are, yeah. you still, are you still bangable? That's the, that's the question. And I only bring up her looks because that became a big story a month or two back. We all saw these weird bloated pictures and everyone was crazy. Yeah, because, because of all these- And I'm just saying now she looks like she's recovered she's healthy? from bloatiness or whatever. She's healthy. I, yeah. A relative well, from Madonna, but remember, yeah. remember those pictures Steve was talking about. She had very, um, like her eyes were very narrow and and slit like, yeah, and her, and her lips, her lips yeah. were all kind of pushed together, and she yeah. looked like she had been sucking on lemons. She's got, she's got an infection, dude. I mean, it, it oh, almost no, no, no. killed her. No, 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 This is before the infection. I that understand. Was, it was the start of the infection. Oh, though. okay. I mean, okay. her body was rejecting something. That's not, what I'm legitimately wondering. Is that why she looks so weird? Because she was about to fall in her face for being you know so sick so right yeah. uh okay yeah, are you done with madonna i guess yeah all right i the, was done with her in 87 after i closed that playboy you know what i mean do you really have the madonna playboy i don't still have it but i did back in the day my dad had a subscription i stole the whole magazine because it was so hyped madonna uh, you know. uh okay well good now i have all a right. so britney madonna and none of these right. deaths, but okay, what do we got? What's the third? This is and this is a true phenomenon that's happening right now with <laughs> artists, not only rock and roll artists, but comedians. Yeah. Uh button poetry performers. I mean, it's this is just really across the boards. What Taking a risky? shot to the face? What, who are we talking about? I'm to well listen, dude. I'm here to tell you. Uh these <laughs> are artists. Right. These are people doing live performances yep. that are getting hit in the face by things being thrown from the crowd. I was right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um I don't know why this is three, but okay, I'm gonna leave that thing aside. Uh I don't understand I mean, it's a commentary, I guess, on society right now that you want to go viral on TikTok or whatever for hitting Justin Bieber in the face, which I understand the urge with some artists, but you're paying to go to a concert. You're supposed to respect that artist to some extent. I cannot believe this thing going on where, yeah, people are just chucking stuff at artists to try to hit them. Yeah. And uh, most recently, on? Harry Styles and Drake are among the artists that the items have been thrown at mid-show. So they're they're not only doing it to the Britney Spears. They're doing it to, you know, icons up on stage right now. It's becoming it's a viral thing. They want video of them. Like, look, I hit Harry Styles in the face with a bag of Skittles or whatever. Yuck. 
Yeah. I mean, how much, how disrespectful is that in general? But certainly to the artists that you're there to see, I can't wrap my head around that one. Yeah. No, I don't get it at all. Uh, and it makes me wonder, will every concert we go to from here on out be performed like the live music on Roadhouse was? Uh, just behind like chicken, chicken wire. wire. Or like <laughs> you when know you go I mean? to the grocery store, the bank nowadays, like a plexiglass wall in between all of us. Yeah. I mean, I'm honest about that. Like they're going to have to, I wouldn't want to get on stage if this is the no. new trend. I'd be like, screw that. Totally. Or you're going to have to have such a pit between you and the audience, you know, like so that no one could possibly hit you from that far away. But yeah, yeah. crazy. And I would not blame artists at all if they started doing barriers like that. Right. Uh, they can't stop touring. It's where artists make all their money at. It's not record yeah. sales. Just concerts in general, dude. Uh, you know, for Labor Day weekend, I'm going to the uh, Labor Day. It's just three nights of Dave Matthews at the Gorge. Right. And coming off this Gorge shooting that happened, uh, I don't know, two, three weeks ago now, I think it was. Not aware. Uh, uh, the Gorge. I know what the Gorge is. What was the shooting? <laughs> yeah, oh, there was. Uh, yeah, we reported on it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My yeah. Mouth. Uh, see, you've become must, too numb to all of these, was, dude. I, I must uh, not have realized it was well, at the gorge. So. Yeah, well, they were forget. at the campground of the gorge. Somebody uh, came out with a weapon and shot, I think, four or five people. Killed one, Which, maybe two has died now. I'm not exactly sure. But there were deaths. I this on the show? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Sorry, guys. I tuned out, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, to, and to me, to, when I saw that story, I asked, and, and Nick and I talked, we, we talked about it on the air. We're just like, wow. I mean, of all places for there to be a shooting at the campground at the gorge. Who was the artist playing? Oh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it wasn't somebody that I can find it. I'm doing it right now because I'm just I was going to say at a Dave Matthews show. None of those people are trying to hit him in the face. I mean, you know, no, it's just but, an older, more respectful audience. I would think I would think but, so. so I'm curious. Yeah. What artist brought a uh, shooting? OK, up? so it was a festival called Beyond Wonderland which I'd have to look up, was happening at that time. Yeah, I don't remember any, it, I'm like, it wasn't Kid Rock playing or something like that. You know, it was uh, it was a gorge, which is pretty much, uh, you know, if you've been to the gorge, you know, it's a spiritual it's a, experience. It's a so, younger skewing bands, I bet, though. Come on, who is it? Well, no, so so this is actually an EDM show. Uh-huh. Okay, but, <laughs> Damn but EDMers. EDMers. You but wouldn't it's, it's, think of a raver to yeah. do a shooting, though. That wouldn't be my first thought. Yeah. No, I mean they're clubbers. They're, they're younger. That's my but point. But they trip. They're tripping on acid or not acid. Oh no, nah, probably Molly. Molly or something. And, yeah, yeah, and that's like the love hug drug. Not the I'm gonna pull my gun out and start shooting at people. God, yeah, go back and listen to our old shows. I don't remember this when it happened or when I've listened to every show we've ever done. So that's you've stupid. edited uh, a program that maybe had this in it and you just got rid of it because you didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, listen, dude. Uh, but. Oh, going to the gorge now for Dave. I was working on my travel trailer yesterday, getting all ready for stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm worried, dude. And there's a lot of people I'm not in. Uh, I'm in good company. I mean, people are worried about like, what is the camping situation look like at the gorge now? What are the new procedures? I guess they have up security and they're sniffing. They have sniffing dogs for drugs and weapons. Oh, if boy, I get sniffed gonna... out for drugs, like, why do I go, dude? That yes, poor dog at a Dave ruined. Matthews concert? <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. He's just going to be sitting. His <laughs> hips are going to be ruined by the end of the line. Kill that dog. That was a puppy, um, dude. I mean, right. go on. But, 
that that shooting happened um that weekend was june 17th and 18th actually was when that fun the wonderland festival happened all right well listen uh on on one level that's the state of affairs when i go to any public event nowadays concerts Mm. movies whatever i look for the exits i wonder like if i got to scatter like where are we going you have to, dude. I mean, you really seriously have to know where you are. Be aware, like Brewski always says. If you see something, say something. I mean, you got to be telling your kids now that are going to be old enough to start going to concerts. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's crazy. If you see something, run and then tell someone. Yes. Uh, Steve, I, can we just go into your review of Woodstock, Woodstock 99? 99? Sure. Would that be all right? Need to know news. News you need to know. I wonder if Brewski can add to that. Have you watched it yet? I watched it uh, not recently, but I watched it when it first came out. Okay. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Nick assigned me uh, homework to uh, watch the Woodstock 99 documentary that's on Netflix nowadays, and uh, Dottie and I uh, got through all three episodes this weekend. I, I knew that whole thing was a catastrophe, but I had no idea the uh, the extent of the catastrophe. And oh, yeah. I can't believe criminal charges were never filed against any of the concert promoters because they set that thing up to be a, a powder keg, beyond a powder keg. So Completely. I'm not at all surprised that it uh, all exploded. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, the way they were playing it down throughout the whole festival to the media yeah. and stuff like that, I can't believe they haven't been sued either, I guess. It's not too late. It was a Trumpian yeah. green light or gaslighting sort of effort to just be like, you see nothing bad here. The Jedi mind right. trick. There are yes. no rapes. There are no riots. There are no fires. There are- yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, where to even begin on that? First of all, having literally put on concerts before, one of my first concerns was we did a 90s festival in Tahoe, and it was going to start at like 4 in the afternoon, and the sun doesn't go down to like 8 o'clock at that time of the year. And I thought, gee, four hours of people being out in the sun, that could possibly Ugh. be dangerous. We're Hot talking – yeah, we're talking three straight days at this Woodstock thing, and not just four hours. I mean, it was an all-day festival, and they're out on tarmacs with no shade of any kind. Oof. Nope. I mean, that was insane. No water, I mean, right. or limited water. They were charging out the nose for water, and they confiscated people's water going in, which is hilarious, because you can only bring in so much. Obviously, it would be drank within the first couple of hours, and they'd have right. to buy your water. So yeah. that was insane. Um, the bands they had... I mean, listen, I love Corn, Limp Biscuit, Metallica, Rage Against the Machine, but that is not a Woodstock show. That is a hard rock metal festival that you were yeah. putting on. It was comical to have, uh, you know, Jewel mixed in there or Sheryl Crow mixed in there. It like, felt so uncomfortable going out there. I mean, Jewel was like, I don't even know if I want to walk out on the stage. Like, right. one of these things is not like the other. Right. And well, Jewel just got in her limo and left immediately. Cheryl Crow's being sexually harassed from the crowd. I mean, well, but but the, the thing that I, I don't get is, yes, you said about the Hard Rock Heavy Metal Festival, but every year there's a three-day metal festival in Germany called Wacken. Yeah. And, and how many and people they, go to it? Uh, is it I'll a quarter it of a million people? I mean, think about this. The biggest stadium we have in North America holds about 100,000 people. They had 250,000, three stadiums basically full of people in an uncontrolled, I mean, no security basically. It was kids in yellow t-shirts running around there, scorching in the sun. You're screwing them on money. No I mean, place to sleep. They say, I mean, drugs they, everywhere. 
So Vakken has 85,000 people. Right. So right. triple okay. that. I mean, that's but, but, where but the, things get out of control. I, but, I, but I think the Vakken people actually, because it's three days and you camp there. And yeah, and I was going to say, what are the, the facilities like? Are they giving them food, water, shade, camping grounds that are not have garbage blowing everywhere? That, Bathrooms? That's, that's, that's the thing is the right. people in Vakken, like they, like they set up these camps. Uh, right. Like you get together with your friends and you set up your camp and they put up a flag and, and all that sort of thing. And, yeah. and you treat people like animals they are going to act like animals. And yeah. they set them up in a terrible environment there. And um, yeah, you know, like I know Fred Durst got a lot of uh, flack for Limp Bizkit set. And I will just say that he does deserve some flack because... Limp Bizkit would have ignited that crowd regardless. They're hard rock, metalish, whatever you yes. want to call them. That you know, give me something to break, breaking stuff. That is a song when I listen to. I want to go burn a building down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's if enough to society. Let's. Right. Uh, so if they had just played that regardless, it would have set the crowd off. But for Fred Durst to be up there, just everyone who's been repressed and held down when this song kicks in, I want everyone to explode. Like, dude. Like, he made a, <laughs> a conscious choice to be able to say, like, I'm not the only going to play this, but I'm going to play this. Right. <laughs> you know what and, I mean? Did you notice when he got off stage and, and Kurt Loder or whatever from MTV News interviewed him? One yeah. of the first things he said was, it's not my fault that just happened. A hundred percent. No, I mean, yeah, that's not gonna hold up in court, pal. <laughs> of course he knew. Like, dude, he had a piece of, of plywood head. ripped off a tower, crowd surfing on top of the crowd on a, on a sheet of four by eight plywood. Uh, so I don't blame a Fred Durst or you know any of these guys that just got caught in that moment of that energy. Let's get this crowd going. Like they probably weren't thinking it all the way through, but sure, you know. But yeah, when you book acts like that, it's going to be a testosterone-driven kind of show. And yeah. You know, the women was raped during the show, though. I, you know, yeah. Well, so all that's the women the touched. Part. I mean, when's the last time? Maybe that's what killed it. In 1999, Woodstock, we still saw plenty of girls up on shoulders with titties out. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. And the crowd just molesting them. Like, I, I mean, it, it made you uncomfortable as a male to sit there and watch them and be like, "Dude, what are you doing? You're raping her!" Right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, we, I think we talked about this once on the show where there was a whole era of concerts in the 80s and into the 90s where girls flashing was a thing and the crowd would yes. go crazy. And, you know, I had said that Motley Crue played a show in Vegas last year and a, a, a woman I went on a coffee date with had seen it. And she's like, you know, the Motley Crue guys are calling on women to flash their tits and they're putting them on the big screen. And they don't seem to realize their audience is now 40s and 50s and we have kids here and like read right. the room, basically. Right. And I think that at the end of the 90s there, with that testosterone male-driven thing, they were still thinking that it was that acceptable era, but mixed in with this misogyny. And so, yeah, thousands of women getting molested in the crowd, but then multiple actual full-on rapes happening. Yeah. And the most disgusting effing thing in that documentary is when the main promoter who's just denying everything said well listen woodstock we had two hundred fifty thousand people it was its own little city so statistically speaking sure people are getting uh, a lot of like, little things happen who's to say oh my <laughs> god like wow i wanted to punch that man in the throat i mean so first of all if statistically speaking two hundred thousand has four rapes that means fifty thousand has one rape so every concert every sporting event every stadium you've ever gone to apparently just one rape happens per event and that's just status quo. Like that's. <laughs> I, I mean, if we like, get away with just one out of fifty thousand, like they, it's going to happen. Oh, so disgusting. That's why I say I. I kept waiting for the end of that documentary to be like, and then criminal charges were filed. Here he is being let out of the courtroom in handcuffs. And, yeah. 
And, you know, speaking of the powder keg, I mean, to amp that audience up, three days of torturing them, abusing them, all of this, you know, and everyone is expecting the big finale that never happened. But then you hand out 100,000 candles, portable flames you give to this crowd, and you didn't think that people would start lighting stuff on fire? Yeah. I mean, your city burned i mean they burned it down dude if you haven't seen uh woodstock 99 on netflix it's definitely worth a watch because just like you guys both said i knew some things went down there but i had no uh gravity of the immense amount of things happening at that show yeah it's worth the watch so yeah all right brewski say goodbye goodbye brewski test one two test one two stop Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. And we say bye-bye.